Alrighty now, it's your girl Shalon. Hey there, you and you and you too. Let's go back and dive into these personalities. Right now, I'm going to give you a few of the attributes of the anti-social personality so that you can be able to spot this dead on whenever it presents itself. And then I'm going to give you the tools on how to handle that. <clears throat> okay, excuse me. <clears throat> In families which are breaking up, and I've definitely experienced that. I'm actually experiencing it now as we speak. So, you know, once I got into this course, it actually put me in present time as well as had me to go back into the past, which was quite a bit painful. So again, in families which are breaking up, we commonly find one or the other of the persons involved to have such a personality trait, which is the antisocial. <clears throat> Where life has become rough and is failing, a careful review of the area by a trained observer, which is what, which is what you're getting ready to be. Because me sharing this with you is going to have you to train yourself to be able to spot this out. Spot that kind of a person slash personality out. You'll be able to detect one or more such personalities when they present themselves in your face. <clears throat> As there are 80% of us trying to get along and only 20% trying to prevent us, our lives would be much easier to live were we well informed as to the exact manifestations of such a personality. Thus, we would detect it and save ourselves much failure and heartbreak. Don't you know if I was able to detect this type of personality long ago, I would have saved myself heartbreak, a heart attack. I would have saved myself a stroke because I would have saved myself all the stress that I encountered in my life. I didn't know how to handle stress. I internalized everything, everything that I felt that hurt, everything that I felt that I needed to say and didn't say, and I just kept it inside of me was doing nothing but causing so much harm inside of my body. When they say stress kills, and I think I mentioned this in an episode earlier, you have to really, hmm, have to really, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but just know how actual fact true that that is. Don't take lightly how stress affects your life. It's nothing lightweight. You have got to get a hold of people in your life that do nothing but... I'm thinking to say steal, kill, and destroy because that's what the devil does. But I don't always want to call people devils. But as we found out, as I found out, reading part of this that we all know that there are wolves in sheep's clothing 
i.e. slash devil-like people. So we're not going to pretend that they don't exist because we know that they do. We're just going to equip ourselves now to be able to see it and handle it. And I'm here to help you do that because I don't want another woman to experience what I have experienced in life because it's just not fair. It makes no sense whatsoever for someone to be so disturbed in their own life that they want to come into your space and disturb your life for reasons, as I've said before, that are just non-evident. Meaning there's no reason for, thing, for, for things to go sideways as they do. Other than the fact that they just want to be want you to be as miserable as they are, so we're gonna come out of we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come into a space where we see that before it happens, and we're gonna just not allow it to disturb us anymore. It is important to examine the antisocial personalities. Influencing it as it does the daily lives of so many, because it affects so many people, it serves us well to become better informed about these people. <clears throat> Let me give you an example of one of the antisocial personality attributes. This is when a person, he or she, mainly he. Well, yeah, yeah, let me say mainly he, because it's usually usually the men who have come into our lives who have disturbed us and, and hurt us so very badly because we go into relationships believing that they're just going to be the best thing on earth. We found the one. We're just as happy and overjoyed and just in a state of bliss, feeling like heaven on earth has landed in your space. We start telling others of the goodness that we've come across, the good thing that we found. We're just so overjoyed. Until we find out that this is a whole different kind of a person, a different kind of a personality. Okay, let me go on into the example. He or she speaks only in broad generalities. <clears throat> what do I mean by that? That means they speak in a wide range of circumstances. So, and you have you probably have to go look up broad means wide range. That means it's 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 overall. It's not just in one general aspect. It's a wide range of things. So the example, they say, everybody thinks, or everybody knows, and such expressions are in continual use, particularly when they are imparting rumors. So when asked, well, who is everybody? Why do you want to be saying that everybody thinks this and everybody knows this? Who is this everybody? It normally turns out to be one source. And it's usually that particular 
antisocial person who has just came up with something to say and pretends that the way that they feel is the way that the whole entire society feels. Yeah, everybody feels this way. What's wrong with you? Why you why you can't get it? Why is it that you can't see it? You have to watch out for people like that. <clears throat> it is natural to them to be that way. Because in their world, all society is a large, hostile, antisocial group, which is ridiculous. Because that kind of person mainly only deals in bad news, always having something negative to say, always invalidating you, saying things that just make you feel like you have no idea what you're talking about. Just general suppression. And again, I think I, I, I remember going back in, in, in the beginning telling you what suppression was. To just hold back, hold you back from, from being the best you that you can be. These, these individuals are full of gossip. And I couldn't understand that for the life of me because I experienced that. I never knew men gossiped. I thought that that was just a female thing. Oh my goodness, was I ever wrong. We're going to go into that much more in depth. Much, much more in depth. Because for men to gossip, there's usually no good news in that gossip session. There's not one complimentary mark, remark that is made. It's usually all negative, which also goes back to bad news, saying something bad about you, making you look bad in the eyes of others simply because they don't like you. So they want others to not like you as well. Where life has become rough and is failing, a careful review has to be taken into what kind of personality this is in front of me. And this here resonated a lot with me because this here is where my abuser started on me. He was nasty, he was cruel and ridiculously nasty and cruel. Everything I said and everything I did and everything I didn't say and everything I didn't do, he found fault in. It was like I could do no right. And at the age and mental stability, mm, well, let me say at the age I was back then and my level of mental stability or level of in mental instability had me to not see exactly what it is that I was experiencing, what it is that I was dealing with. This man literally really had me thinking that it was me. <clears throat> When 
oh my goodness, I later found out that I was dealing with a narcissist. I had never even heard that word before. I've shared that with you all in the previous episode. I had no idea what that name was. Never heard that word before. But boy, did I come to find out. And I I have empathy for him now. After I've gone through all of my heartache and pain, lupus in my body because of, not not extreme, because they told me, the doctor said chronic, that's the word they use, chronic stress. I was happy, I was healthy, I was in school, I was working, My, my baby boy was in school. I mean, life was happy, life was good before I met a narcissist. Turned my world upside down. Excuse my pause, but that's one of those trigger moments when I have to go back and, well, not have to, but my mind takes me there. And the part that I have to do is not allow myself to sit in that. So, so yeah, life was good for me until I met one. But again, I empathize with him now because I know that someone hurt him. His childhood was in some way, shape, form, or fashion, as they say, traumatized. He was made to feel, he was was talked about, he was cursed out, he was made to feel like he was worthless, he was treated as though he didn't matter, he was treated as though he was worthless. So all of that that he experienced, he, I don't know the word I'm looking for, he projected that onto me. And I don't know if projected is a word uh, that I want to use for this instance, but everything that he, that that happened to him in the negative aspect of his life from a female because and I'm trying my best trying my best not to go into a lot of intimate detail because I'm just trying not to it's it's going to eventually happen but I'm just trying to not to do that right now it's going to happen because it has to happen. It's going to come out in my book anyway because I've already started. I've already I already have the synopsis ready. So it's just a matter of me going into and, and I have chapters already outlined and ready. So it's just a matter of me <clears throat> getting it, making it happen, getting it done, making it happen. So this this person that hurt him so bad is going to come out in my book. You're going to hear more about that, and you're going to hear more about it in the episodes in in, in um, future episodes, because it must be told. I, there's no reason for me to hold back anything because me holding back something will have another person to not be able to heal as fully as they need to. Because what happened to him and the person that did it to him is doing it to their child. See, there it is. I knew it was gonna come out. That some other person is doing it to their child. Heck, I may have done it to mine. And I wouldn't even I won't even say may have. As I'm looking back on it now and thinking about it, I did. I said some very hurtful things to my son. Being in a state of 
being in the painful state of mind that I was in, I hurt him. And I know that I did. And I'm in the, in the, in the process now of healing my relationship with my son. Because when I checked out, when I mentally checked out because of the pain that I was in, I shared with you all, I checked out on my children. So yes, I was present in body, but I wasn't present in mind and spirit and soul. So I empathize with him because I know how painful that must have been for him back then because I'm experiencing the pain or I had experienced the pain from him in my present time when I was experiencing it. So I empathize because I just, I wish it hadn't happened to him because he's a good hearted person. Oh my goodness. And I know it sounds real backwards to say he's a good hearted person, but talk about the narcissist and the destructive way that he handled me and others because he was single when I met him and he's single to this day. Why? Because no one wants to deal with that type of person. Who wants to deal with someone who's always saying something negative? Who wants to deal with someone who always has some hurtful, painful things to say? Common sense will tell you not to do this. Common sense will tell you not to do this. And Well, how did I run into somebody so mediocre? I mean, like, really? Yeah, someone hurt him bad. And I know who that someone is because I experienced, I got to hear it for myself. There was a phone call that was made to him. She, she made it. She called him while we were dating. And for whatever it, whatever it is that he did not do, he, he found out about it because she... she I guess so at a, at a loss for words when I recall, recollect, recall, recollect, recall, whichever word that is, and hear it all over again. Because I can really go back in that space and hear the things that she said to me, to him. And it was like, how on earth are you saying this to your son? Thinking like, my goodness, I felt the pain behind it. So I know he felt the pain. So... Yeah, I'm going to take a break right now because I'm feeling some kind of way right now. So let me take a break on this one here and come back on this topic. Oh, it's, it's amazing how feelings can, can do some uncomfortable things to the body. Triggers are real, people. Triggers are real. And if you don't heal from things that people did to you that were extremely painful for you, you're going to constantly be triggered. Because this situation just triggered me once again. But uh, uh, again, I'm going to go and I'm, I'm definitely going to go deep into it. But. Stay tuned to the next episode where we'll go, <clears throat> excuse me, deeper into these antisocial personality traits. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>